This podcast is also brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is so easy to use. It's simple, it's fast, it's effective. It's the easiest way to distribute your podcast to every major platform and in the quickest way. I've gone through other websites to host podcasts, and it's a pain in the butt. Anchor does it for you. Join Anchor.fm and do your podcast the right way. And if you're looking to start a podcast, contact one of us at ATV Sports, as we're looking for podcasters for nearly every professional sports team right now. If you think you'd be a good fit, you can also apply at our website, www.atbsports.net. Welcome back to the Dog Check Podcast. I'm your host, Chandler Adams, here to cover all things dog pound in Cleveland for you guys. Go over on Twitter, give the at dog check pod a follow. Uh, my personal account, at Chandler Adams 11. They're both follow back. Uh, love to interact with you guys over there. Breaking news. We have officially been accepted by Apple and iTunes. Thank you all for your patience if you're finally listening on those platforms. Uh, we're up on every platform that I could think of. I added it. Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, I mean iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher. I tried everything. So thank you guys for the patience. And lastly, uh, we have a really cool thing going on over here at the Dog Check Podcast. I was so happy with the amount of followers I gained with that hat giveaway. I just, I was ecstatic. You guys were awesome. So, uh, I wanted to go ahead and do something for you guys that didn't win. And it's not free, but... Charles over on Twitter, at FighterGuy2424, you guys have seen his drawings, um, he's fantastic, and I was trying to get a hold of an artist as soon as Denzel announced his The Warden nickname, he's drawn up, he posted it on Twitter last night, it's just people, it's bananas how well people are reacting to this, uh, I got the prices today, um, they're not certain but I got an estimate and guys I'm going to sell them for just a little bit more than what they cost to make them and I'm personally not going to make any profits off this I'm going to give my portion to Charles because he came up with this picture I did nothing but facilitate um and he deserves it he works his butt off and then the other chunk is going to go to Make Them Know Your Name. It's Denzel Ward's foundation he started for heart health awareness uh, because his dad passed away from heart uh, failure. So I promise you guys, I'm not going to be making any money on this. They're going to be as cheap as possible. Um, it's looking like they're going to be, they're not going to be more than $20. I can promise you that. And they're going to be the nice soft, uh, fitted t-shirts it, they're going to look very good Charles is um, going to start coloring them soon yeah 
Sorry that that took so long. I just wanted to get that out there. I'm going to post a video on Twitter explaining it. Um, I'm still working out some stuff, getting a secure website for you guys to check out on. Uh, I don't want anything to happen to you guys. So that's that's all that. Um, go over and check out the Make Them Know Your Name Foundation if you haven't. It's Denzel Wards, like I said. Awesome stuff going on. But what I want to do today is I'm going to break down the first four weeks of the Browns schedule. Uh, I'm not doing preseason, but I'm going to do four episodes breaking down four games apiece in depth, uh, how I think they're going to win, um, whether I think they'll win, I guess I should say, how they need to do it, uh, matchup problems or matchup problems for the other team, and then we are going to break up, break it up. And Thursday, uh, one of my buddies, Isaac Young, is going to join. And we're going to talk, The he's a Patriots fan, we're going to talk the Browns, Patriots. Um, could we see them in the AFC Championship game? Does he take offense to the Browns saying they want to be the Patriots? All that good stuff, um, especially since the Patriots and Browns have been on so such opposite ends of the spectrum, almost the whole entire uh, history of the franchises. So that'll be tomorrow. So today, let's start week one, Tennessee Titans. Now, there's a problem. I think people are under this illusion that the Titans are a bad team. That's false. The Titans roster does not have a hole. Aside from the most important position on the field, quarterback. But they have Marcus Mariota, Chandler. They have Ryan Tannehill. Marcus Mariota is basically just a walking glass statue at this point. Any hit knocks him out for long, long amounts of time. Handy's not accurate enough. Accuracy is the first. Accuracy is the most important thing in a quarterback. Accuracy, decision making, arm strength. In my opinion, those are the three in order. If you don't have accuracy, I, I'm not even going to explain. If you don't have accuracy, you can't hit the receiver. If you don't have proper decision-making, you can have all the accuracy in the world, but sometimes you'll still throw the ball where you shouldn't. And third, if you don't have arm strength, or at least some of it, I mean, you're never going to be able to throw the ball uh, into the tight windows that you want to. Marcus Mariota, he doesn't so much lack decision-making, but he's not a great decision-maker. He doesn't have accuracy, and his um, arm strength is okay, but he's injury-prone. Ryan Tannehill is a good backup. That's um, that's all I'm going to go into. Their quarterbacks, their quarterbacks are not not going to win you games. Let's go to their line. We'll go to the offensive line. It's it's a really good offensive line. Um, their only real hole is right guard, uh, Corey Levin. He's going to be a second-year guy. You, you'd hope that he can pop back up. But Ben Jones, their center, uh, he's never had a bad year, and he's what? This is like his – he's drafted in 2012. He's been good every single year. Jack Conklin, 
he was great his rookie year, okay. I mean, great his rookie year, really good his second year, and last year he was just okay. You hope he pops back up. Roger Saffold's been all over the place. He's shown great, he's shown bad. And Taylor Lewan, I can never pronounce his last name. He's an asshole anyway. Um, A good left tackle. And you go to, so they have a good offensive line. Tight end, they have a good tight end, Delaney Walker. But he's coming off a brutal injury. See if he can pop back up. And then running back, you got Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry. Good running back group. So you've got a okay at best quarterback. You got a good offensive line. You got good running backs. Wide receivers, you have Corey Davis who's looks shown flashes of blossoming into that uh I think they might have picked him like 5 overall or something. Uh you have Adam Humphreys now. That was a good pickup, but he's still not he's not going to win you games. And then you got I think the best wide receiver in the NFL draft, AJ Brown out of Ole Miss. So you look at this offense, you got a good offensive line. Um, you got an okay quarterback. You've got good running backs. Tight end's a big question mark because of the injury. And your wide receivers are good, not great, and your quarterback does not elevate them. This is going to be a middle of the road to a little bit better offense. Um, Brown's defense, Denzel Ward can stay on Corey Davis. Uh, you know, TJ Carey's seven feet taller than Adam Humphreys at, in the slot. AJ Brown versus Terrence Mitchell is going to be a great matchup. Uh, Sheldon Richardson and Ogan Joby clogging up the middle for Derrick Henry to not run in, along with uh, a guy like Taki Taki and Joe Schobert and Christian Kirksey and Jannard Avery. If he they play him, at, you'd be right to play Jannard Avery at linebacker a lot week one, but uh. Stop the run against the Titans, and we'll be fine. I think the Browns are well-equipped to stop the line this year. They don't have backup defensive tackles, but I think they're going to do well, and I think they're going to match up well against this offense. Look at their defense. Their defensive line, they have Jarrell Casey. He's you know, he's a top 15 defensive tackle in the NFL. He's really good. He's been really good his whole career. And if Cameron Wake, he's also a top 15 defensive end in the NFL every year. Um, So you got a decent defensive line. Jeffrey Simmons won't be playing week one. Your linebackers, you have Jayon Brown, who just increased tenfold how well he played last year. If he can stay at the level he is, he's a top 10 linebacker. He played as a top 10 linebacker last year. Then Wesley Woodyard. He's had years where he was the best linebacker in the NFL, and he's had years where he was in the bottom half. Um, last year he was okay. We'll see what he can do. So their linebackers and their defensive line are good, not great, close to average. Um, you know, Kevin Kevin Byard, one of the best safeties in the NFL, without a doubt, top five safety. Uh, he's really improved. No one saw this coming from him. And then Kenny Vaccaro, not very good. That's their strong safety. But uh, Kevin Byard's a, a good center fielder for any team. 
Uh, he's up there with the Weddles and the Earl Thomases on how he can dictate who throws over the middle of the field as a quarterback. Um, then at cornerback, cornerback, you have a Dory Jackson, uh, Malcolm Butler, and Logan Ryan. Uh, that those that's three quality cornerbacks. They don't have that one guy that can lock down an OBJ, so that's nice. I think they're gonna have to shade Bayard over him a lot, which opens it up. If OBJ doesn't get 100 yards and two touchdowns the first game, that's fine. They're going to have to put two people on him the entire game. And uh, Jarvis Landry can eat up the middle of the field all day long. And then Callaway, uh, Butler can't stay with him. So the Titans have a good roster. They have some very good players. Uh, Bayard, Jayon Brown, Jarrell Casey, Cameron Wake, um... Ben Jones, Taylor Luan, uh, Derrick Henry. They have players at every level. Every level they have, they have at least one guy. The problem is the consistency, and it's I don't know if it's Vrabel, their coach. They just can never seem to put it together, and I know a lot of it has to do with their quarterback play. But the Browns come out of this one with a win. Um, I'm going to say the score ends up being 24 to 14 Browns win uh they get that first one out of the way second week New York Jets who are not nearly as good as the Titans um your quarterbacks works worse than Marcus Mariota at this point your running backs are the same yeah you have Le'Veon Bell but um after that it's Ty Montgomery and I I would take Deion Jones and Derrick Henry over Le'Veon Bell and Ty Montgomery, in my opinion. Deion Jones and Derrick Henry give you a receiving back and a, a workhorse. Uh, Le'Veon Bell and Ty Montgomery give you two elusive backs uh, do the same thing. So quarterback and wide running back, Titans are better than the Jets. Uh, Browns should not be worried about either. Le'Veon Bell is a great running back, uh, but a running back can't, ultimately win you a game single-handedly 95% of the time and Le'Veon Bell's Le'Veon Bell's got to get adjusted Le'Veon Bell does the hesitation he's one of the best at hesitating behind the line pausing finding the hole sprinting through it but he's not accustomed to this offense yet and their offensive line is awful people talk about how the Cardinals have a bad offensive line the Jets are right up there with them. I'd almost argue the Jets are worse. Kelvin Beecham's your left tackle. Um, he's okay, but I don't feel I I feel uneasy when a left tackle is just okay. It's kind of like Greg Robinson. He played okay last year, but I don't. I'm not happy. I'd prefer someone better. Um, Kalecki, Osamelli, he's. He dropped off bad the past two years. If he can get back to where he was playing 2014 to 2016, he's definitely worth the money. Uh, but he played bad last year. I think he'll probably bounce back and have a little bit better of a year. Jonathan Harrison, their center, is literal terror. He's terrible. He's literal trash. Brian Winters, their right guard, not very good. Brandon Shell, their right tackle, not very good. They don't have a good player on this offensive line if you look at how they played last year. 
that's scary if I'm Sam Darnold, and it's even scarier if I'm Le'Veon Bell. Um, tight end, Chris Herden, the fourth. Um, he's a good player. He's a uh, he doesn't he's not built like David Njoku, but uh, kind of similar. More speed guys than they are blocking. Uh, good tight end, but that not great. That's all they have. No backup depth there. Then your wide receivers, your first, your best two wide receivers are Robbie Anderson and Quincy Inunua. Both solid receivers, but they don't have a guy that can beat you uh, consistently all game. So I'm not worried about this Jets offense at all. I truly am not. I'm not worried. At I'm, I'm much worried, more worried for the Titans. Um, their defense, Tremaine Johnson's okay. I don't think he's a lockdown corner. He's a great second corner, but he's getting paid way too much, and he's not your number number one guy, I don't think. Daryl Roberts has improved every year he's been in the league, their other corner, but he's he's nothing special. Um, kind of think of him as like TJ Carey where he helps you, but he doesn't. You, you guys understand. Their defensive line, they went out and got Joplite and Quinnen Williams in the draft. I think both excellent picks for where they were picking. So your defensive line is stout. Um, one of the best defensive lines, starting defensive lines in the NFL, if Job Polite can play like he did in college and not like he tested in the combine. Linebackers, Avery Williamson and C.J. Mosley, I don't know how the hell they expect to cover running backs or tight ends with those two. They're just too, they're terrible in pass coverage. Absolutely awful. C.J. Mosley can't do anything but stop the run. Oh, but he had the interception on Baker Mayfield to end the game. He was rushing the passer and stood there and waited for Baker to throw and jumped up and caught it. That's not coverage. C.J. Mosley's terrible in coverage. Avery Williamson's even worse in coverage. They'll have a good run defense. Uh, We got Odell. Marcus May and Jamal Adams as the safeties. Um, probably the best one-two punch safeties in the NFL right now. Uh, you know, if Earl Thomas can play like he did before the injury, him and Tony Jefferson in Baltimore are for sure up there. Um, but I can't think of a better two safeties. I can't think of a duo that's currently playing right now that I'd pick over them to protect my backside. You know, if... They're good. They're really good. Jamal Adams is special. Uh, possibly the best safety in the NFL. So I think they're going to be easy to pass on, though, because they don't have linebackers that can cover. They don't have a lockdown corner. Um, I I think the Browns win this one way more handily than people think. I think the Browns are going to go out and score. I think they're going to score 31 this game. And I think the... I think, again, the Jets are only going to have, I'll give them 14 points, a late touchdown. So I got the Browns winning 31-14 to against the Jets. So now they're going, they're 2-0, going up against the Rams. Uh, the Rams, as we saw, they're, the Rams are good. I Do I think the Browns can beat them? I absolutely do. Um, some 
I don't know where to. I'll start with the quarterback. Jared Goff's a good quarterback. He's he doesn't wow you, but his improvements under Sean McVay and the he okay, my most impressive moment for him was in the Saints game, the NFC Championship game. He sprinted out to Brandon Cooks, his wide receiver, pre-snap, was giving him the call because it was too loud to hear. You know, he didn't get rattled. He didn't just call a timeout. He didn't take the delay game. He didn't just let his receiver go without knowing the play. He ran out to his receiver with enough time to come back and call, uh, call the play. I thought that showed great maturity. Um, I think he's a really good quarterback. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And then you pair him with a guy like Todd Gurley. Um, that's special. Todd Gurley's really good. If he can come uh, back from that knee injury he seemed to have had at the end of the year, that's going to be a deadly duo. You look at their line. Their line's stout throughout. Good right tackle. Good right guard. Um, they don't have a center. It, they have a, a left guard that's seems to be playable. Well, I mean, week 17, he played 47 snaps and he held his own. And then you have Andrew Whitworth, who, if he doesn't retire, is one of the best left tackles in the game. So you got a good line. You got a good quarterback. You got a good running back. You got a good tight end and Gerald Everett. That's 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 scary for the Browns. It starts to make it starts to worry you. Um then you look at the receivers, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. That's a great that's a great trio. Um where I think the Browns might be okay is I think Denzel can stay with Cooks. If Greedy's playing by week three, I think he can stay on Woods. And Cooper Cup, you know, I don't know the solution to him. I think you play press man coverage the whole time. Um, I think you get really aggressive with blitz with how much they play action. Uh, start blitzing. While Jared Goff's back is to you, uh, you got three linebackers that play defensive end in college. Use that to your advantage. So I would run a lot of blitz packages. I'd uh, do a lot of formation shifts after the snap. Um, you know, change the coverage look post-snap because Jared Goff's going to turn his back a lot. Try to confuse him. You cannot do the same thing as what you're set up in every time. So I think the Browns can slow down this offense. No one can stop it. At a high rate, I don't think. And you look at their defense. Dante Fowler Jr. Um, uh, he's he's not that good. He's not nearly as good as people think. So I'm not worried about him. Aaron Donald, best player in the NFL. Michael Brockers, he had a bad year last year. I don't know what happened, but you're hoping he's hoping. He can bounce back to Blaine as a defensive tackle. He was. He was good. And then they got Clay Matthews. Uh, he's still a player. That's that's not good for the rest of the league. Um. Then you look at 
their corners. They have Aqib Tlaib. He's good, but he's getting old. He can't keep up with Aqib Tlaib, Robbie Coleman, um, Marcus Peters. None of them can keep up with OBJ. None of them keep up with it. Callaway. Uh, so I really like our matchup against these corners a lot. Uh, Corey Littleton, he's a good coverage linebacker. Uh, he'll slow down to Joku. I don't think he can stop him. Um, and then I think that they're going to play a lot of Taylor, Taylor Rapp, Eric Weddle, and John Johnson on the field together at the same time with three cornerbacks. I think they're going to play a lot of dime. So Taylor Rapp's a very good in the box, strong safety. Eric Weddle, uh, a very good free safety, one of the best center fielders in the NFL, meaning that he can just play the middle of the field, uh, don't let any passes go over the middle, and get a lot of things to try to go over the top. John Johnson has been spectacular and untalked about. Uh, uh, he's played as a top 10 safety the first first two years in the NFL. I think they'll play him a lot. Uh, he does a lot of things similar to Weddle, just not as that high of a rate. I truthfully believe that the Browns will win this game. I think that they're ready. I think that they want to prove people that they can win. I think they're so tired of hearing that they're constructed with all these star talents. How are they going to mesh as a team? Well, the Rams did this two years ago. And that... People that they've added that were already a superstar status or a star status. Eric Weddle, Akeep Tlaib, Clay Matthews, uh, Peters, if you want to call Dante Fowler that, I wouldn't. Uh, Brandon Cooks. That They didn't draft these guys. So the Browns are trying to do exactly what the Rams did, and I think they want to take the torch for them. And I... I honest I honestly think the Browns are going to win this one 35 to 31. That's what that's what I'm going with. I'm doing these live by the way. I did I don't have a pre what I think. Um I think the Browns are going to start out 3-0. I don't care how crazy that sounds. I truthfully think they do. I I think that they're going to I think they're going to be really good this year and I don't think they're going to automatically lose to the Rams like people think. Um, so, right now, the Browns are 3-0 on my guess, all my guesses, and then they go to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Now, the Ravens are good. Um, they have pieces, at least. Lamar Jackson... I think I think by week four, hopefully we'll see enough tape on him to stop his running game, but I still think he's going to run on us a little bit. Uh, you know, you add Mark Ingram as a running back. He's not as good as people think, but it, will, it should help them a little bit. Um, left tackle's good. Left guard's bad. Center's bad. Right guard's good. Right tackle's improving. Tight ends got a little worse. Um, they don't have a wide receiver yet. 
unless you count Marquise Brown, who hasn't played a snap in the NFL. So that's their offense. Their offense, what they're going to do is they're going to use Lamar Jackson's athleticism against you. I just, I think that the Browns saw it enough last year. I think they're going to see it enough with the four games this year. The Browns and the Chargers kind of wrote a blueprint on how to stop it in the end of the season last year. And I don't think this offense is going to be very good. I don't think it's going to be close to what it was. It doesn't have a good line. Um, you know, you don't have great running backs, especially depth. You don't have great tight ends, which is all Lamar Jackson can throw through. And you don't have great wide receivers. But then you go to their defense, and it starts to starts to worry fans a little bit. You got They added Shane Ray as a pass rusher. Um, he's not very good. I don't, it seems like a big signing people were making it. He's not very good. Then you go to their tackles, though, and you see Brandon Williams and Michael Peters, who they they sub out as these two giant run snuffings, stuffing suckers. And Chris Wormley's in there. He improved last year. He wasn't spectacular. And Matthew Judon. Uh, they got a good defensive line. Brandon Williams and Michael Pierce are two of the better run stoppers in the NFL. Michael Pierce is one of the best defensive tackles. You know, he's up there with Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox, those guys. So they got a good defensive line. They don't have a great defensive line, and they don't have great pass rushers, which is what you got to do to beat, to win in the NFL. They don't have it. So then you go to their second level. They have Patrick on with sore on Onwasor, I'm gonna guess. Um, he didn't score very. He didn't play very well last year, and he didn't play a lot of snaps. And you have Kenny Young, who didn't play a lot of snaps and was bad last year. So you don't have the linebackers. You don't have any linebackers right now. Um, I mean, they play three four. So technically, you have Shane Ray and John Matthew Judon. But okay, you're so. You don't have any coverage linebackers. Um, they just their linebacker group's not very good. Cornerbacks: Marlon Humphrey. He's been tremendous. Jimmy Smith has been up and down. He had a bad year last year. Um, played well against the Browns, but he's been up and down. Hopefully, he stays down. Uh, but they've got a great safety in. Earl Thomas, who's just gotten progressively better each year of his career. Uh, never dipped back down play-wise. But he's coming off another broken leg. It's his second time. Um, so we'll see. But when he's when he plays, he changes how you have to play your game completely. Then you have Tony Jefferson. He's uh, Tony's okay. He's not great. And I, I believe that the Browns can exploit his weaknesses, which are uh, deep pass coverage. And so I just don't see a way that the Browns lose to them. It's in Baltimore, and I'm giving the Browns the win. I'm going to say they win 28-17. to 17. So right now, first four weeks, I have the Browns winning week one against the Titans, 24-14. to 14. Winning week two against the Jets, thirty-one to fourteen. 
winning week three against the Ravens, thirty-five to I mean the Rams, thirty-five to one, and week four against the Ravens, I have them winning twenty-eight to seventeen. And I'm doing this. I'm trying to be. I'm not being. Um, I'm not being persuaded by the fact that I'm a Browns fan. I am honestly trying to look at this as if I were just a football fan. And I don't see how the Browns lose to these guys, any of these four teams. Um, I shouldn't say I don't see how they lose to them. Um, week three and four could definitely be flipped. But starting off two and two with the schedule you have is not so bad. The last eight games are going to be a cakewalk. Mm, not a cakewalk. The last eight games should be fun for us Browns fans, I should say. So that's what I have them doing. That's what I have the Browns doing um, through the first four weeks of the NFL. I know this wasn't a super long episode, uh, only about 32 minutes, but I just wanted to get that out there. Tomorrow's going to be an episode with uh, Isaac Young. We'll bring him on here. Uh, We'll talk Pats Browns, like I said. And one more time, I'm going to make a Twitter video about this, but we're going to make t-shirts for... The Warden, over here at Dog Check Pod, uh, artist Charles. He's over at um, Twitter at Fighter Guy Twenty Four Twenty Four. Great work. I mean, he's just spectacular. Um, I'm going to make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna charge one to two dollars more than what it costs to make and ship them for you guys to buy, and I am going to. The pro the profits are going to go to Alex and I mean Charles himself, the artist of this drawing, and the Make Them Know Your Name Foundation, Denzel Ward's Heart um, Health Awareness organization he started. And I'm not going to be making any money on this. I just wanted to kind of I wanted to get this rolling. I think it's a really good cause, and I wanted some badass T-shirts. They're they're awesome. Go check them out on Twitter. Uh, they're all over our Twitter right now, but those those will be out soon. Um, probably probably be able to buy them before the end of May, uh, and it's going to be about three days shipping. So the only the problem is going to be getting them made up. I'm going through someone I know, uh, it's just themselves. Might take a little longer, but that's the that's the best quality shirts we're going to get for the prices. But Thank you. If you're on iTunes, give that five-star rating and review. If you're not on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, but you have it, go give this podcast a five-star review. It means so much. It helps people find the show. And keep retweeting and getting people to follow Dog Check Pod at on Twitter because we're already um, we're already up to 500 followers, and at 800, uh, we're gonna be giving doing a giveaway. And it's uh, it's just really special stuff happening. So thank you for listening.